Welcome to Beyond the Field, a property and finance series powered by Money Empire. The content you're about to hear is designed to educate and inspire you to tick off your property and finance goals. And when we say beyond the field, we mean your field, whatever that may be. Money Empire is an experienced financial advisory firm with over 10 years experience. We deal in this world day in, day out and want to give you, the loyal listener, exclusive access to behind the scenes of the property and finance industry. We've helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys, everything from first home buyers right through to managing clients with extensive property portfolios from New Zealand and abroad. Each week, BTF includes special guest episodes. We chat with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, sports stars, and the stories of everyday people. Now it is your turn to take back control of your future. So kick back and absorb. My name is Kane Wallstrom. I'm Eastern Asiwa. And today we've got a listener's question, actually, um, which uh, has written in and asked, should I purchase a property in a tourist hotspot in the hope that prices will go down and I can get a bargain? Um, Isa, talk about, firstly, I suppose, the, the tourist hotspot. So if we're talking about Queenstown, maybe. Yeah, look, and you've, you think of what's happened in the last um, six months with COVID um, in a place that's highly dependent on one certain industry, such as Queenstown and tourism. And you've got to really, you know, from my own point of view, just be careful around trying to predict what's going to happen. You know, I don't think anyone has a crystal ball and, you know, riding your luck and hoping that you're going to get a bargain and hoping that... Um, that's going to play out in the long term, um, is, as I say, is quite crystal ball glazing. So, you know, Queenstown has been hit very, very hard. Um, yeah. I've personal it's... experience, even with people that I know that have built on a um, great street in, in Henley's farm down in Queenstown, all of a sudden there's, you know, eight other properties on the market um, on the same street with, um, you know, no one to rent them out. The factors that I look at in this, um, obviously, uh, uh, tourist host, tourism, host, uh, hospitality, um, retail are really going to take a hit with COVID and um, they will take some time to bounce back in terms of probably years. We look at um, airlines, for example, you know, um, they're closing down, they're reducing flight paths, all this kind of stuff. This all adds to... Um, I suppose economy or economic hubs and if we're looking at like a a pure Queenstown tourism area um, we're not going to have international travel for some time it could be a couple of years Um, we're going to have local tourism but that doesn't feed enough into the uh, economies uh, as in Queenstown so all those factors go into play and then because Queenstown was really probably overinflated beforehand and really pumping in that um, in that property space the first thing that will take a dive uh, probably is property prices in those areas because the, the population, people will start leaving, jobs dry up. Like I said, everything's sort of reliant on retail, hospital and tourism down there. When those jobs dry up, people have to leave town to find another job. Yep, and, and, and exactly to that point, when you're talking about one industry that had you know upwards of 70% of the workforce were um, foreign people in New Zealand, um, and a lot of people hedge their bets on short-term investments, um, Airbnbs here, Airbnb there. That's the sort of uh, properties that, unfortunately, right now, 
and probably for the foreseeable future will take a big hit and relying on school holidays um, and New Zealand travel um, is, you know, again, a risk because you're going to get a boom and spike during the school holidays uh, throughout the year, but not enough from what the international tourism um, numbers would have uh, propped up the whole industry across the year. And, you know, coming out of lockdowns too, everyone has a little bit of excess money, so they go on a bit of a, a silly spree and spend that. But that dries up pretty quick when reality hits in. Um, bills come out every month and, and people go, well, I really need a bunker down now because um, maybe um, I'm unsure of the future. The, the other thing that uh, Queenstown uh, is really has been overinflated for, um, for some time was what probably you mentioned on Airbnbs. And, um, you know, people were making, were making really good money. Uh, and that was really based on, obviously, international travel and people coming and booking um, properties that way. Now you're hearing some really scary stories down there where there might be, you know, 15, 20 properties on a street all up for just um, uh, periodic rent now. And they're all vying to get a tenant to cover their costs and they're just dropping their pants and rent or, or what they're trying to get in income. So um, there's all those factors that play into it. I suppose on the flip side, if you're looking um, at trying to gain a bargain, there may be some bargains out there, but you really have to look at your long-term strategy and what you want to achieve um, from this. If you're buying an investment property down uh, there where you're actually looking at paying down debt, um, you are creating your net wealth, so that's okay. Um, but if you're looking, I suppose, purely as an investment tool where it's going to sit down there on interest only and you're wanting the rent to take care of it and because you've got no spare outside cash flow or cash to top that up, you really have to look at the strategy that you're looking at there because you could run into a bit of trouble. We do have super low interest rates, which pushes people into false sense of security as well. They will go lower. We're probably predicting or expecting um, in the 1% next year of borrowing. So um, you've got to look at that long-term strategy and structure, which we always talk about and try to implement with people. And also too, what is your exit strategy or your long-term goal from this? Not just buy it on a whim and hope for the best. You really need to understand long-term. Yep, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. There's definitely scope for people to get a bargain, um, you know, now in the coming months, if it fits their overall goal and strategy. And that's got to be front of mind. Don't just um, go out on a whim and expect to get a deal and hope it turns out good. And exactly as you've said, as long as it falls into your overall strategy around how you want to invest um, and your future goals, then, you know, maybe there is going to be a bargain there. So in summary, Issa, um, yes, there's potentially bargains in your tourist hotspots, but be very wary because uh, a lot of these hotspots rely on one source of income. Uh, and if we're just talking about Queenstown, for example, it's tourism, hospo, uh, and a bit of retail down there. So strategy, structure, implementation, knowing your outcomes and your exit strategies. If you've got any questions, jump on our platforms. Again, thank you, Issa. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on this episode and hundreds more, you can visit us at Beyond the Field Podcast on all social platforms. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.